Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. At Green Mountain Dental, guys, you can get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. Green Mountain Dental Group is who a lot of us here at DNVR go to. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They're super friendly. They're a family-owned business. They're Denver through and through, just like us here at DNVR. So hit them up today if you need to get your teeth cleaned. Pop in there for a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. You'll walk out with a free Sonicare toothbrush today. Hey guys, this is part two of our two-part series on Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic and where they rank amongst the NBA's best duos. If you haven't checked out part one, go back one episode, get that one. That will lead into the discussion that we're having right now. Otherwise, continue on to part two. Next one on my list here, this is where we're getting real weird, man. Like I have these guys nice. lower because like uh, like some like Damon CJ because I just don't really buy him. Westbrook and Harden. Everybody in this playoff said Westbrook. And again, they lost to the Lakers too, so maybe the Lakers just make everyone look bad. <laughs> but by the same count. But everybody, <laughs> but, but it's not like they exactly look like world beaters either against uh, not that great Oklahoma City team. But Westbrook, the league might have just figured him out. Like he can't shoot. You don't really have to guard him. Just pack the paint against him. And I wonder if like Westbrook is now just a high calorie guy oh that like is actually all empty calories. It is. I mean, if you want to talk about like the most meteoric fall. Of a superstar in, in in the NBA, like one season to the next, like, dude, I don't even. Westbrook looked inept for good portions, like inept, yeah. like a guy, like he looked not only like not the type of player you want, but like not a player that should play in the NBA for good portions of the, of the bubble. It was crazy. Yeah. Um. So, are they, like, is are they going to stay together? Like, I mean, that that franchise well, has no have problem. A hell of a time moving off of him at this. Well, point. they. You would have thought the same thing for Chris Paul. True. I mean, they, you know, there's other like weird. It's more true for Westbrook, though, man. It's it's more true for Westbrook. <laughs> no, I, don't I know. know. I just like that. We're t- this is what's funny is we're talking about a lot of these duos and whether or not they've like peaked. And that's what's so great about Murray and Jokic is I'm like I don't like not even close. I think there's a lot more to go. Westbrook and Harden, if they haven't peaked, they're awfully close to it as pl- individual players. Maybe and even just together, I just don't know that those skill sets match up. They're like peanut butter and sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, look, I, Westbrook, what you saw in the playoffs is what happens when a player that relies so much on his athleticism, when just a little of that athleticism gets zapped in today's NBA with how smart defenses are, he's just way more ineffective. Like, yeah. it just shows you how big of that drop-off can be. And I, it pains me to say, because I, I used to love Westbrook, but he's uh, about to transition into – a player on a middling Eastern Conference team who just like is the number one guy in that team is locked into the eight seed forever. You can just I can the, see it right now. You can just say the name. And you know what? That Houston system's really cool. And I guess it works in the regular season, but it's the playoffs now. Am I scared of Daniel House right. or whatever beating right. me? Like, no. So I'm gonna pack the paint against Russ and watch him turn it over. Right. And we saw especially in Denver, 
I, w- I would say Milwaukee and Denver got as good a taste of this as anyone. There's a difference between shoots 40% in the regular season and defenses will cover you and right. guard you in the playoffs. Yeah, totally. your ef- deficiencies get maximized, magnified yep. in yeah. the playoffs. That's what happened. All right, so this next one, if Jokic and Murray are peanut butter and jelly, this is a very slightly less peanut butter and jelly. It's Gobert and Mitchell. Mm. Here's an interesting question for you because I think this is a really good duo. Um, obviously, Gobert is not nearly as dynamic as Jokic, and we saw that in this playoffs. Like, he, If he wasn't like effective dunking the ball, he didn't have a role on offense. But here's the thing I wonder. A lot of people thought, you know, Mitchell outplayed Murray in the series and, you know, this or that, but Murray got the lot. I think now seeing that Murray didn't just have one good series, but actually then did the same thing in the second series, did similar things even in the third series, I don't know. I might have Murray ahead of uh, of Mitchell. In fact, I kind of think I do. In large part, here's the thing that's kind of crazy. I think Mitchell, when push comes to shove, becomes a little bit of a me player. I just think Murray, like, I don't know. He just seems so in control right now. I th- I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'd take Murray over Donovan Mitchell. I don't think that's a hot take after this, this playoff run. Not at all. It's, 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 it's not hot. It's, it's sort of like. Why I mean, is that a hot of, take? Well, it's kind of like a coin flip. I don't know. Both of those players prove to be each other's equal. Yeah, I mean, Mitchell was a. Like, if Mitchell was playing with Jokic. This is what I was going to say. If you flip this, though, one of them was going up against the defensive best rim protector in the NBA, and the other one was not, and they played each other almost to a draw. Except for Murray played a little bit better down the stretch. Yo, I don't know. Some of the things I saw Mitchell do, I was like... He was incredible. That is is debilitatingly good. Like, I feel... Which player do you... Because they both shot well above their season averages. Which player do you think it's more likely to be somewhat sustainable? Shooting. Uh... I would say Jamal. This is easy. Yeah, that I would say Jamal. Is it easy? I don't yeah. know. But like I Mitchell's don't, I, a good, not great shooter. I don't Murray know. was, you know, I think can be a For great the shooter. last three years, we've been wondering why Murray wasn't a better right, shooter. Right. You know, we haven't been asking those questions about Mitchell as much. I mean, but I don't want to hold too much against Mitchell because, like, Mike Conley and Gobert didn't show up in Game 7. Like, he, he did everything he needed to do in that series. And But, I'm not, I mean, the Murray thing, I mean, it's, it's also close enough that, like... <laughs> We can move on. Like we'd all take Jokic over Gobert any right, day of the right, week, right. and then whoa, the whoa. eighth day. Oh yeah, I would too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and you know Murray and Mitchell are close enough that you take that duo, yeah. and I'd also say close enough that like I'm not you know a lot of people want to talk about the trade or whatever. It's like whatever, dude. You got yeah. an approximate, if not a better player. You know what I mean? Like yeah, totally. sticking with Murray. So. It's funny. I, I think about Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, and Devin Booker sort of being three interchangeable players. They're all different. They're different, but they they all sort of. They they serve sort of the same role, like just a high. It's volume. gonna be so interesting to see how people rank Booker and Murray. Murray in all the preseason rankings is gonna be fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. gonna be like you're really gonna put Devin Booker above this dude. Like this dude's been in the playoffs twice, and he's I been don't know, a man. key piece. He is good. We got and the playmaking, and they got uh, they got their their like center stage moment. Jokic and Murray. You know, they the anytime that you always saw people that would fade the abilities of Murray and Jokic, you'd read like two seconds, you're like, Oh, this guy's never watched a game. Right, 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 right. This guy just sees how they look and like bases it on that. Like people actually was were able to see Jamal Murray and, and Nicole Jokic operate. So I feel like they're gonna get like a love. Yeah, yeah Murray's definitely gonna be rated above Mitchell and Booker. Wow, we'll see. Ratings. We'll see. He's also he's above. also at this point a well above average playmaker. A good oh, yeah. to great oh, playmaker. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not just the scoring. I mean, Murray's a really good player. Um, next one, we don't have to spend. We kind of have to speed up here. But Lowry and Siakam, they're really good. 
I, th- I think they're really good. They're champions. I mean, it's, we can't take that away spi- from them. Yeah, spicy Siakam was, stock just. I was going to say, hit, Spicy though. P was a little mild. He was pretty mild. <laughs> Lowry's, Lowry's up there in age, man. You and know. Lowry's up there in age. Oh, boy. I would I probably put Mitchell Gobert in front of those guys. It's I also like we, could, we, we can also probably say, like, if you gave Jokic and Murray Kawhi Leonard, they too probably would have won a championship. <laughs> you know, like if they they, they didn't like win Paul the championship George. as a duo, they won right. the championship as the supporting it's crazy. cast duo. That Raptors team that like flirted with the conference finals, it was just that team plus Kawhi. Plus Kawhi, like, exactly. of course they won a title. Like, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, Let's I got, not forget about Danny Green, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, oh yeah. my God. All right, I got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Now, if we did the, if this went outside of Colorado, people would be like, "What are you kidding me? Those guys, those two belong way oh, higher." Um, I don't know. I think they're really. I think both players are really good. I think both players are a little. Their f- limitations are always understated by people. Like Tatum has like three forty-point games in his career. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's not this big yeah. of a volume. That's, but that's thing. that's a so far thing. Like he's gonna Tatum looks like just the way that Tatum is built. And the the way that he moves, I just see something in him that I think is so special. Uh, Jalen Brown to me is just more of like you're just average. Oh, see, Jalen Brown's like Iguodala to me. He's like so mm-hmm. good. You think so? At not the star things, but he's yeah. so good. Uh, I don't know. There's something just like I don't know the if you like the way that he's bit like Jason Tatum's shoulders are like so wide. shifted. Forward. I know. I know exactly uh, what you mean. And he, and he stands exactly so straight. pleasing as shit. Yeah. Know? The way, yeah. the way he shoots is like, he moves like so an vertical. NBA star player. He just had, yeah, he has like a thing about him. For sure. It's the reason why he's the most overrated player. In the <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, he has uh, lies. He has lies about it. I've always felt like most and oh, overrated or underrated are like, actually really good players in either arena. It's like players that people all recognize are stars, but sort of, either hold too much against them or, or give them too much credit. And, like, Tate, t- first of all, Tatum and Brown, great players, could not possibly be in, like, a better place to have gotten the most out of themselves. Boston was a good team. Boston had pieces ready to go around them. Brad Stevens yeah. is a great coach. Mm-hmm. Um, Tatum, Tatum's instincts and decisions on offense, in my opinion, are not top five player in the world at all. Right. And he does – he, like – he a lot of people go wow superstar performance from Tatum tonight and it just wasn't that efficient of a game like it's stuff Jokic does in his sleep and I, I mean I, Tatum's gonna be great like I, I'm not I don't think he's bad but because he looks really cool on Friday night on TNT everyone and their mom wants to tell you he's at like a top 10 player I just don't think he's at the the level of the other best players in the world yet I could see, see that um he's 22 yeah. Yeah. 22. It's so but we're true, talking though. current, though. We're talking current. And, and yeah. that is true when, like, like Tatum, he's younger than Jamal. That's insane. Yeah, he is. And he's played he's well He's younger the than the uh, same age as Porter. And don't get me wrong. I think he's a stud. I just, like, is he in the class of, like, the Donchuses and, and even the Giannis's no, even no, no, of, like, no, what no, they no, could be? On, Not at all. On, but I, but I, think, I think the average media member or even fan outside of, of this state would tell you that. Oh. I think he's probably... Um, Outside of your probably disciple of Kobe, yeah, aesthetically, they're good, they're really young, yeah, 20. But again, we're talking about right now, we'll yeah. talk more about the future in yeah, the future, right now, it's right now, now, let's live in the present. Uh, Stephen Clay, the throwback, you guys, remember them. <laughs> Remember those guys? Those guys get ball, man. I don't they even know if they're a duo because Draymond is part of the holy trinity there. Like it's the you know. Splash Brothers. 
but they are the Splash Brothers. Um, this is a huge mystery, man. It's such a mystery. This is a huge mystery. Everybody, I'll tell you this. The odds came out with Vegas, and the Warriors had the fourth best odds of the title. And I looked at that, and I go, really? Am I, like, disrespecting the Warriors, guys? They were in sight the for a little bit team, this though. year, and they weren't that good. This Clay Thompson's coming team. off of an Achilles injury. And, yeah, we're, there's no Iguodala. There's no Bogut, who I know people are going to roll their eyes and say, oh, yeah, but who is the guy that's going to replace Bogut? Like, Bogut was a serviceable passer. Dude, and They either had the perfect role players. Maybe. They had either the perfect role players or KD that entire time. Now yeah. they don't have the perfect role players at all. Now or they have Andrew all. Wiggins. At all. Oh, and the number two pick. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is not going to be like a great player yeah, on the floor if they this keep year, it. if they keep it. Uh, Steph and Clay, though, they can fill it up, man. They are champions. They have proven it all this or that. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too low. Are we starting to get into the zone where you're thinking, Jokic and Murray, just next year, Jokic and Murray, Steph and Clay. Are we being crazy right now? Look, like if the Nuggets and Warriors went up against each other in a playoff series, there's a scenario on the table where Steph and Clay outplay Jokic and Murray, I think. I don't think it's likely. I don't think it would happen, but I think there's a scenario where it would happen. But I would still Why? take the Nuggets duo ahead of them. We don't know what these guys are like as a duo. Like they were, on, they, I'm not trying to take away from them, but they were on the greatest bat, some of the greatest basketball teams yeah. ever put together. Yeah, yeah. They um, just based on what they've done as a duo in the league, which yeah. would be the most dynamic duo that's ever been assembled. Also, I mean, would you think of Clay Thompson though as the second half of an elite duo if he wasn't like? the finishing piece on, on those teams. Like how good is Clay Thompson as the second best player? I don't know. Dude. On, I, on want, not I watched, the healthiest half court offense those two players specifically just absolutely dismantle every team that they played. And uh, Draymond. And well, Andre, but Draymond. Yes. But like, I just watched where the warriors would be sort of like coasting a little bit and you would get into the third quarter and it was Stephen Clay time and it was just over every game. To an embarrassing degree. I th I think they there's another duo and we'll get to them. I'm sure they and one other duo have easily the highest high and lowest floor of these right. duos. They're the biggest question marks. Well, so here's one thing to think about offensively. It's different defensively with that team, but offensively, the perfect version of the Nuggets kind of looks like the perfect version of the Warriors in this one way. Like Draymond making those quick. He was he's such a good passer on the roll and just like quick decision maker. And you have two elite shooters around him. Well, can Murray and Michael Porter mm -hmm. get to that zone to where there's just like so much movement around him that's just like teams are always like, how did MPJ get wide open in the corner again? And and it's Jokic right. is of course always finding. Yeah, when you're them. like, oh, was anyone planning on guarding MPJ? And then you rewind it and watch all the <laughs> intricate action they ran, and you're like, oh yeah, that was gorgeous. And like, of course, Jokic found him without looking. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. To me, that's just like offensively. <laughs> Okay, I was almost said something that Matt Moore is going to cut and like <laughs> post on Twitter. So I was going to say offensively <laughs> they could be better, <laughs> but that's just because like going forward, like the Warriors had they were the greatest, especially in their moment. But um, yeah, I just, I need to see me too, me too. Knock them down. They're also old, sneaky older than you think, man. Yeah, yeah. All in their thirties now, yeah, which is weird. And there's the old. injuries, which is not a small thing. Oh. Yeah, but we, I mean, we keep saying that about LeBron James, and he's, but he, he's he has one injury in his entire career. <laughs> LeBron is not the standard. Yeah, exactly. I got to stop doing this. <laughs> well, here's what I will say: is that we are in a new era of understanding sport, or just sports science, and understanding the human body, and being able to 
get longevity out of players because of just the way we know how phys- physiology works. You, Tom Brady is in his 40s. Yeah. Like players are just playing later and later because we're just understanding how um, to maintain the pliability of muscles and people don't get as hurt and hobbled as young as they used to. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I just need, I need to see the Warriors come back and not be impressive before I can just decide they're not impressive. Always blows my mind that Larry Bird hurt his back Digging a driveway in the summer. <laughs> it's like something you or me would do. But that's what I'm saying. Like LeBron James would never risk like digging a ditch or something. Probably, you know what I mean? He's like, no, yeah. my body probably is probably actually... in his contract. No landscape. Yeah, no landscape. Must sleep in cryogenic chamber. <laughs> yeah. And of course, back in the day, you were like, I'm too proud to ever hire anyone to like change my yeah, oil. Yeah, I like LeBron James. Like, like, I spend over a million dollars a year on my body. Yeah. And well, Larry Bird is like, shovel. my body was built by farm work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys are looking to pick up some Breck Brews this week, check out the Palisade Peach. It's an incredible beer from Breck Brew. It goes down super smooth. Great for all types of sittings, whether you know, you're watching a finals game, maybe you're hanging out at the park. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator on their website. And again, check out the Palisade Peach. And if you're looking to go back to school, maybe you're going to college for the first time this fall or in the spring or in the summer, Maybe you're just trying to finish up your degree. MSU Denver Online is an awesome option. They have great classes. They have awesome teachers. And the content that you learn at MSU Denver Online, I can speak to it because I took a class with them this last summer. It's super relevant. You're going to use it outside of the classroom as well. Uh, So check out their entire course list online, msudenver.edu backslash online. Hey, maybe you could be back in the classroom this fall, next spring, next summer, uh, just like I was. Uh, all right, next one on here: Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. I'm not gonna lie, guys. This one feels good. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put them ahead <laughs> of them until until proven otherwise. I'm sorry. Better duo. Not that Jokic is better than Embiid. Better duo. Yo, that that duo all year, people were like. It doesn't work. <laughs> that, that was the, the, <laughs> that's a really good point. So that's like you have to count that into whether or not they're a good duo. But the reasons it didn't work this year, like they also their front office did the worst possible. They might job. have the worst front office. In the league. Ben Simmons gets hurt. Like they were also six and a half Kawhi Leonard bounces away from moving on last year. So right. yep. it's easy to do this now. Um, no. I, I actually think there might be more aggregate talent in the Philly duo, but I, I think Jokic and Murray fit better, and I think that that matters when you're sort of doing this exercise. I agree. Peter totally. Jelly. I fit they, way, they fit way better on the court. They fit way better off the mm. court, too, because a big problem <laughs> with... Uh, Yo, Embiid's been subtweeting... Just, Ben Simmons, this whole playoff run, every what? time Jimmy Butler does something good, right? I think he's subtweeting the front office. Yeah. I think he's saying... A huge problem with Embiid and Simmons is I don't know if they like each other. We know Yoke and, and uh, Jamal And like Murray is even interesting because like almost has nothing. I don't know if Yoke and Murray harmony. like each other. Like, I they think respect, they like each they other. respect each other. But also, and just like get each other and, and, and all of that. And like they just, they, they know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, and... I mean, also, dude, it cannot be understated what a benefit it is for the best player, a top five, top six player, to be such a low-maintenance dude. Right. I mean, Yoke totally. just, there's so few guys Yoke is going to clash with. Yeah, that's great. You know? It's, it's crazy. It's such a benefit for Denver. And then you add in their market, right, as in no one gives a shit about the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> and 
what we talked about with Phoenix, the pressure of that timeline, what Philly's feeling now, the pressure. Like, of course, Denver got better each year, but they also had this benefit in terms of patience of like, hey, there's really no pressure here. Like, we can take our time. Yoke isn't going anywhere. No one's watching us, yeah. and let's see if this works. Well, here's how we do this. Would you trade right now, given Denver's roster, would you trade Jokic for Joel Embiid? No. Would you trade Jamal Murray for Ben Simmons? Not after that run. No, 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 no. Uh, no. Would you trade both of them for both of each other? Like, would you trade? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> would you trade Jokic and Murray? This is what I mean. We just went through all the only possibilities. Ergo, we have to assume that we are content in the group that you have. Don't you feel like yeah. there's a, like a reasonable chance that Jokic ends his career doing uh, farm work? Yeah, going circling back to this. I've always said that, like, with his obsession with horses, there is a non-zero chance that, like, Jokic is out for next season after a broken leg and a horsing accident. Like, like, fuck, man. He's definitely 100% going to get in a horse accident. A horse accident. All right, Giannis and Middleton. This is, I'll be honest, this is the most lopsided duo I think we're going to have, but Giannis is really good. Ooh. What do you think, Wind? This might sound crazy, but I might put, like, uh, Embiid and Simmons ahead of the ahead of those two. Yeah. Is it crazy? Yeah, it's not that crazy. Yeah. I mean, I didn't spend a ton of time organizing this list. I just no. It's I mean, <laughs> but generally like, look, in the right order. Two-time reigning MVP Middleton, who I've thought is one of the more underrated guys Definitely. over the last couple of years, but now has probably gotten to a point where he's overrated. properly rated. Verging mm. um, on overrated. Overrated. Yeah. 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 But um. Yeah, I mean. We, we've seen what they can do multiple times in the playoffs, those two. We've seen what they can do uh, together and with the system that they've got. And um, it's not mega finals. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. tough, man. I like, I actually have no desire to make definitive judgments on Giannis at all. You know, like I remember when even LeBron was that age and people were like, oh, this guy's never going to get it done. You're like, all right, he might. He's absolutely right, right. good enough, yeah. you know. Um, but, but, but it is a results based business and all the merit we're throwing on, you know, th- th- these guys for their postseason performances. I mean, was Giannis a top eight dude in the playoffs this year? Yo, he, he's, that's the problem. I mean, when it happens once you're like, well, he's young inexperienced. It's not happened two straight postseasons where you can completely neutralize Giannis by just building a little gate with players. And then you force him to have to try and shoot or make some sort of decision with the ball. And he's a disaster. Like Giannis is Giannis's game is predicated on the fact that he's just like a, an absolute physical freak. And he can just get by guys in one step where other ty- other people have to take one to two steps, just gets to the rim. I told you, I mean, I used to, to use the analogy. It's like playing against your brother with a Wilson stuffs hoop on the back yeah, of your uh, totally. back of your door. And you, he just like just yams on dude so hard. But then if for some reason he's not able to just get to the rim at ease or with ease, Suddenly, he just completely turns into a detour. It's a seven-game series now, and I'm going to make you do it a thousand yes. times in a row. And I'll make Brook Lopez beat me. And you know what? Even Chris Middleton, I'll live with that. But I'm not going to let Giannis go through without seeing bodies on bodies no, on bodies. I mean, he looked he looked like bad. Yeah, in the it's hard to game plan around a lack of a shot. It's not impossible. And like Giannis is absolutely good enough to have a title team Yo, built if, around. If Giannis him. can't, if Giannis but. can't get around that, like it might be impossible. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, um, Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. This one's where let's start. We're really getting down. There's only like four or five left. 
Luca's really good. I almost really feel like this could be Luka Doncic and X because maybe in a well, couple kinda. years it's not Kristaps Porzingis. You know, like, what are the odds of that? But right now it is. Pretty, pretty Porzingis decent. does fit in that he's a shot blocker and he's a three point shooter and he's seven feet three. You pick yeah. and pop partner and oh. all that. Yeah. Man. Dallas is tough, man. I mean, they were so fun. The offense was so good for all of it, though. Seventh seed, in the, and, and they lost in the first round. Right. So, I mean, I think they'll get better. I think Doncic is that dude. But I also think people, um, shout out my friend and colleague Harrison Wind here, are like a little more afraid of, of Dallas and those guys like <laughs> than I would be. I just don't know. Like, Is Doncic and Porzingis a dominant duo? Not really. I mean, Doncic is dominant. Yeah, dude. I mean, if you want to talk about the sexy pick it, for next season, it's going to absolutely be Dallas. People are just ab- are just besides themselves with the idea of, of Doncic. And uh, Porzingis has been like that. Yeah, Don- for, Doncic for MVP is probably a good pick. Yeah. Uh, and Porzingis has been that for years. I mean, he was a unicorn. He was one of the guys that got that unicorn uh, name. The first like, unicorn. Yeah. So, like, the two of them together just sound, like, so incredible. And they're they're pretty good. Like I, but I mean, I, there's no chance I would take them over Murray and Jokic. I mean, Jokic is just a bigger version of Doncic, and and I th- I would prefer uh, Murray to Porzingis. I think Dallas looks at how they matched up with the Clippers the same way Nuggets look at how they matched up with the Lakers. As in, like, dude, I think the Nuggets could have won that series. They probably the under the worser team, but like, it wasn't. There was a bunch of things that went horribly wrong, in my opinion, for Denver. And the same thing you could say, KP gets thrown out that one game. You know, there were yeah. injuries. There were guys that, like, they just had, they ran into some bad luck. And they That's still, they still took that to, what, six? So, um, I, they're a good duo. I, I think they're a real good duo. And going forward, I do expect them to get better. Here's my concern with Doncic. I think he's turning into James Harden. I know everybody says this. Mm. But I do wonder if, like, the best Doncic is a little bit less the ball in his hands. Like, he's so good. I know it's weird to say because almost certainly taking the ball out of his hands, you're going to get a worse option. The best players seem to take over in the fourth, not the first, second, third, and fourth. And I just wonder if that makes you a little bit easier to shut down and game plan for in a playoff series when it's like, well, they have this one guy and they just keep giving him the ball. I like the comp. I like the comp. The only thing is I think would it, that sort of like hard to define stuff that everyone's pretty sure Harden doesn't have, you know, I think Doncic has it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the 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 play style may be similar, but like, is the dude gonna hit the big shot? <laughs> I feel like Doncic is. Yeah, he's pretty dope. Kawhi and Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm mean, in the playoffs, Savory, I'm, isn't it? It's just so great. Delicious. Think about this, guys. Like, imagine if we would have said before <laughs> the season that we would be like laughing. <laughs> or can you imagine that Kawhi and Paul George? Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine like other people looking at the Nuggets, listening to this podcast, playing the season? We're like. I th- I probably take Jokic and Murray. Oh my God! What a bunch of yeah. insufferable homers. homers. So you know what, Eric? You're right. So let's be practical now. We've got a whole season. Is there something like a like a seven game sample size <laughs> we can pull from? Yo, um, I rewatched the highlights last night of Game Seven. Man, that fourth quarter. Whew, the Kawhi and Paul George fourth quarter, <laughs> and contrasted with the Jamal Murray Jokic fourth quarter, was just like. Dude, I'm telling you, there's one brick that that I can't remember who which one throws up. It wasn't the side of the backboard one, but one of them <laughs> one of them throws up a three, and the game's like 11 points with like five minutes to go. So it was Kawhi, I think. It might have been Kawhi, and Jokic grabs the board, and he kind of looks around like, 
Dude, these are, dudes are not going to make another <laughs> shot. Are these dudes serious? He has this look in his face of like, yeah, because it was like a wide open one. And he's like, all right, if they're missing that one, dude, these dudes aren't making it. And he was right. It was bad. It was so bad. Like, I, you watch that video and it's uh, of the fourth quarter and it's just so clear that one team knew they were going to win and one team knew they were going to lose. And I have to say, I have two favorite moments from the season. Number one, and I think it's my favorite moment, is the Jamal Murray postgame interview after game six of the Utah series. I just loved that. I thought it was such a – I mean, that was the moment I just turned the page with Jamal. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm in. But my second favorite one is the one, shouts to Taylor, who – the videographer for the Denver Nuggets when she captured the clinching three from Jamal Murray fading and right in Kawhi Leonard's eyeballs <laughs> and then he drains it to put him up I think 16 and then the ensuing play which is a Jokic steal pass to Jeremy Grant for a dunk which made it 18 or actually I think it was 18 and then 20 with like two minutes to go and just to like you what when even if you watch that now you just like your adrenaline goes through the roof because you're like, dude, this was it. And then the timeout, and it was just the team that like arrived. It was such a dope, such a dope thing. And I'm sorry, you can't watch that and think that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard belong. belong. Maybe they regain their mojo next year and they surpass. Paul him, George no. is has a long road to regaining whatever <laughs> mojo he had, man. Like Paul George might have to win Finals MVP before he regains his mojo. So true, oh man. God. Yeah, Paul George. Dude, he Holy hit the God. side of the backboard that, on a wide open God. three. He Wilson Chandlered it. it. And you can and you can see like the existential crisis in his uh, eyes. Oh, you did a hundred percent. Like that just goes deep. That oh. stare, man. He named himself. He named himself yeah. Playoff P. He gave himself the moniker Playoff P and collapsed in such a, a manner. I also love that the first leak we got out of Clippers World was a. Uh, yeah, people were not about Paul George. <laughs> His teammates did not like him. You think Paul George leaked that? <laughs> Yo, can you imagine Imagine giving up five first-round draft picks? I, for I, I will say this. Now, it didn't work. And this is awesome. It almost worked. It was for Kawhi and Paul George. They were five up 3-1. They were up 3-1. And five. they were up five. No, I know. I wonder if Oklahoma City knew. If they were sitting there like, this clown, these guys think. Like, he... Yeah, he's a good player in November, but I can't. Oklahoma City knew. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma City just bought Paul George like he was a like a de- depressed asset. Yeah. <laughs> They're like a private equity firm yeah, just yeah, buying up Paul George. Flipped him. You're right. They shined way, him up. And let, let's him funnel him. a bunch of money into him and then flip him again. Oh, by the way, so fun good. fact: if you fire a 2K21 short, right now like or 2K20, story. last I checked, there's not even enough trade mm. slots for you to have all the picks the Thunder <laughs> actually do own right now. That's wild, dude. Uh, man, we're clowning on. You guys can subscribe and save 20% with a Strava Craft Coffee subscription right now. Head to StravaCraftCoffee.com. We know a lot of you guys have taken advantage of that one-time first Strava Craft order for 20% off. But now you guys can get a subscription with Strava Craft Coffee for 20% off with that promo code DNVR20. You have the option of getting your coffee every two, three, four, six, or eight weeks. And you can get it for 20% off with the code DNVR20. Of course, Strava Craft Coffee is packed with CBD. can help cure long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, tons of other things that might be ailing you right now. Uh, so check them out, StravaCraftCoffee.com. Get 20% off that Strava Craft Coffee subscription with the code DNVR20. And now that week four football is in the books, it's time to review the tape and get ready for week five. 
There's no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And to add to the excitement of Week 5, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. They are giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of that, DraftKings also offers great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. That's on NFL games. They also have some also odds boosts on other sports as well. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. That's very important. you got to use the promo code DNVR to get that $1,000 sign-up bonus. That's code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25X playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Katie and Kyrie Irving, we're getting up here. I think this I, are they a better duo? A, Yo, I, this is you a, know what? This is an INC. This is a we, we can't oh, peanut butter man. and jelly. This is like peanut butter. This and, is I don't no. Know, this is cocaine. like this is like <laughs> almond butter and like natural uh, organic <laughs> grape jelly. This is like acid and ketamine. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, hold on, man. I mean, we. I, um, this is like it's. So high, but also so Yeah, so this so was the volatile. other duo. I said two duos earlier. This is the other one that's the biggest question yeah. mark. Um, look, KD coming off an Achilles tear at his injury and at his height, yeah. not a small thing. Right. And, and that's so, I know who KD is, what he's done. It is a legitimate question mark. Until you see him play like that guy yep. again, it's not safe to assume he will be. And, you know, Kyrie and KD were two of the greatest, um, second best players on their title teams ever. Yeah. Um, but Kyrie is not Steph, and KD is not LeBron. And, you know, the the Thunder blew that 3-1 series to the Warriors. Their crunch time offense was horrible. KD and Russ shot horribly. And you talk to some media members, and they'll tell you, like, do you think Scott Brooks wanted to run that offense? Right, no. Right. That's what KD and Russ wanted to right. do. What do you think KD and Kyrie are going to do? And, by the way, while we're on the topic of those two guys and their head coaches— do you have a lot of faith that KD and Kyrie are going to be coached by anyone effectively out of doing exactly well, whatever it is they want to do all right. season long? They've already told us the by answer to that. Steve yeah. Nash. They already told us, yeah, he's the head coach, but like we're all the head coach. I should have saved that for Thursday's tirade. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all the coach, really. I'm going to tell I'm gonna let Brandon know that we're all the CEO. Yeah, we're all the CEO, man. <laughs> I mean, we should start tweeting that to see if he gets it at all. <laughs> They're really talented. We might all feel really stupid. I mean, I've, I've long said next year's title is going to go to the 43-win Nets who just dominate the playoffs off ISO mid-range jumpers. <laughs> it's it's gonna, I mean, I, <laughs> just with no coach. They're going to punt the No t- media. They're just playing in their no, own exa- vacuum. 100%. Yeah, just nonstop talking trash about the media and analytics while yeah. en route to a championship off of horrible basketball. I mean, this is pure. Like, this to make this call now is like just based purely off of conjecture yeah, we have is. no idea how this no they're well, totally going to be totally the team conjecture, though. they're totally going to be the team that looks like crap for three quarters of the regular season and then everybody's like oh the nets are going to come out of the east right like i can totally see it going that way but here's the other thing man we just we before i think before the show we were all talking about how annoying it is that anthony davis is now the best is he the best player in the nba like we just anoint guys like this KD won two titles on a team that was almost impossible for him to win a titles on. And now we're like, oh, you just send him to Brooklyn and now they're title favorite. I'm sorry. 
We have a much larger sample size of KD being the best player on a team and not winning a championship <laughs> and not and not more than You're that. preaching so, to the choir. So, like, I think he's a phenomenal player, but am I convinced that this is not KD and Russ 2.0? Like, mm. this just feels to me like a complete re-up of that with a different skill set. Like, Kyrie can score and do this or that, but Westbrook could also do things that Kyrie can't. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, they're... I'm going to call it. I'd rather have Murray and Jokic than Katie and Kyrie. Don't care. Call Same. me the homer. I don't care. We're Same. still... The only one that's above that's for this one that's questionable for me... Let's just cut the Sim- Simmons right and B it a little tough. Um, Doncic, KB, a little tough. Um, Butler and Bam. The BB? Jimmy Butler, Bam, Adebayo. I don't think this is close. I mean, Miami versus Denver is close, right? The teams as constructed right now as we've seen them. Yeah. I, I mean, I know Jimmy just had a... 40-point triple-double on 70% in the finals. He had a better game than either Jokic or Murray has have, ever had. But it was a game. It's incredible It was a game. About. It was a single game. Uh, look, I believe in Jimmy, like, as much as anyone. That dude is the man. I just... Um, actually, man, I'm halfway through the sentence, and I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> like, Jimmy got it done on a level that those two guys haven't haven't gotten to yet. I'll, t- I'll, take, I'll take Jamal and Yoke simply because... Um, Jimmy and Bam, for as good as they are, I don't think that duo can score like mm. to keep up with a Jamal and Yoke duo. Like, right. they're, de- they're incredible defensively, but yeah. I don't think they're going to shut down if we're thinking about like a theoretical duo-on-duo matchup. Like, I don't think they're going to completely... I mean, Bam's probably the worst of this four right now, right? And he's a great, great, great player. Worst feels like a weird adjective, but out of those guys... I'm going to take Butler and Bam on this one. And here, here's why I think those two guys can guard anybody. I don't think that they, I don't think there's anybody that you look at and you go, okay, they're not. And and I think Jokic and Murray almost can score on anybody pretty close to all. I mean, there were moments where they looked a little rough, you know, at times against Utah or times against the Lakers, but I don't know. I it's, it's really close. And I think that's, that alone feels like a win, but Jimmy Butler just seems to be – we talked about the rope-a-dope in the regular season. He just seems to be a guy that can do whatever it is that's in front of him, and he just realizes that's not always scoring, and I kind of applaud it. Like, I love it. I love that type of mentality. Bam Adebayo is just, like, so versatile. He can do everything. So I'll go Except ahead and – I'll give this one. To, I'll give this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them. They're ahead of Jokic and, and, and They the, got it done. They, they got, got it done. The they're in the finals. Now, do I think – In the Yoke, East. Yeah. I also think Jokic and Murray would have absolutely enhanced out of that East, yeah. but – that's a that's a would have that's a hypothetical Miami did, and you know what we all want to write the the series off, including myself. But it's two one and it's not over. Yeah, I'm not. I can't put them over Jokic and Murray. Jokic and Murray are just like, there's just the, the base is so wide with those two, and the peaks are high with Jimmy. Like Bam still has to prove it to me. I know that he has like dynamic moment or like he, he he's shown us but defensively things. he doesn't. I mean like yeah I know I know but I Jokic like if I'm just looking at. Breaking it down, I look at Bam versus Jokic. Like, I take Jokic every single day, no question asked. Jimmy and Jamal, I probably take Jimmy every day. But I feel like the gap is much bigger between Jokic and Bam than it is Jimmy and, and Jamal. Hmm. Yeah, I take Jokic and Jamal. I'm with you, Eric. And then the last one is Braun and AD. So thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> uh, this, has been fun, this has been fun to kind of look at all the different duos. Can, can we say NBA. seriously, like realistically, <laughs> nothing at all hot about saying top three? Maybe some people disagree, but is it I, I hot? I think nothing at all hot about top five. Yeah. I, I'd actually, yeah. I would say nothing hot at all about top six. The team, If you just pulled the average person, they're going to say Braun, AD, Jimmy Butler, and KD, Kyrie. <sighs> 
And then after that, they would argue like, why am Paul George is so funny? Because I think people would still give it to him, but it'd be like, oh, for sure. excuse me, excuse me. Man, I'm and they'd like, be like, well, that's because of Montrez Harrell. And I was like, <laughs> well, hey, man. How do I fade Brooklyn stuff like as a bet? I don't. No way, man. Give me Yoke and Murray over Ky- Katie and Kyrie. All day. It's like, but you know everybody you would bet? take. You know everybody would You're take right. Katie. Hundred percent right about that. If, if if you could bet on how many years that duo plays together. Mm. But here's the thing, man. Here's what I'm saying. One and if a half. Katie doesn't force his way to the Warriors and win on a team that couldn't lose, he might be 31 years old right now, and us asking if he's just good but never could get over the hump. Mm. It would be unfair. But we would be people would be asking that now he goes from the Warriors to Brooklyn. Everyone's just that's penciled. why you go to the pen- Warriors and exactly that's and now, why you go to and the now Lakers. you just pencil it in. It's the same with like LeBron and AD. What if they win back to back championships and people are like, well, we know AD can carry a team. It's like really, yeah. Or can he just win if he has the greatest player of all time next to him? <laughs> like, come on, what are we talking? I love, about I love here? that as this uh, po- podcast progressed and we went up the list. The, the, the amount of salt just got. Deeper and thicker. I'm. I'm. It's my kind. I'm, I live for the end of this podcast. I'd like to say uh, officially, screw AD, uh, screw LeBron James. Uh, I'll take Jokic and uh, Jamal because you know what? Integrity matters in this world. I want to. I want to. I want the nug. I like. I honestly want the Lakers to continue to be good until Denver surpasses. Like I want Denver to. Yeah, you want take that, it from them. Yeah. I don't want them to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to, you don't want it to be an attrition thing where like, oh, the old king. Yeah, couldn't hold on anymore. You want him to to snatch it. Snuck in for one right at the end of an empire. It is so cool though, like the steps we've gone. Like, well, can they win game eighty two next? Dude, time? it's a, can they beat the second? And now we're all the way. So listen to us. Can they take better. it from LeBron and listen AD? Listen to us. We're right here talking. This is what's so great about this Nuggets team is like again, all of this conversation would have sounded absurd a year ago. It would have sounded absurd three months ago. Yo, and if here they, we if, are, and we get to be like, no, guys, <laughs> it's not Homerism. They literally unseated Kawhi Leonard and Paul George by outplaying them in a game seven. Yo, one pr- basket went in during that Jazz series. Like this I was gonna say, ridiculous. this is pretty yeah. really like, fucked up. Thing is Mitchell can, forever, can, like, are you talking about the series where Denver was missing two starters? Uh, oh, I, nice. I, I don't know. I don't, are you I, talking about the series where Denver did not play together in the seeding round until the playoffs? I, that didn't sound right. Yeah, no, it I, might have been that one. You know are, you cool about the, are you talking about the bubble where the nine of the seventeen Nuggets had COVID going into it? I don't think so. That didn't sound right either. I, what's really cool to me of, of the other duos, I think, in the tier we just established as that sort of top tier of duos. The Nuggets have more in common with those early duos we mentioned in terms of, I like the headroom. They're still young, could still get so much better. Like a lot of these duos are like chips in the middle. We've arrived. You know what we are. Me plus you. Yoke and Murray could still get better. better. (laughs) They're not going anywhere either. They're both locked in under contracts. They're not going anywhere. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. But this was fun. We're going to be back again. Brand new episodes tomorrow. We'll see you all then. Hey guys, before we get out of here, make sure to download WGT World Golf Tour on your iPhone, on your Android. We put on WGT tournaments pretty much every weekend here at DNVR. Our last one, the first place winner walked out of there with 200 bucks. Second place got 100. Third place got a bunch of cool DNVR swag just for playing a close to the pin challenge on WGT. It's super fun. So make sure to download WGT World Golf Tour from dnvrgolf.com. Search for the DNVR 3 Country Club. That way you'll automatically be entered into all the tournaments that we do here at DNVR.